in in that um space of will women ever get with men or men ever get with women and be together forever um she asked me about what did i think who was at fault like was it men was it women and i said it's kind of like both right because we had the 1960s right we had the the era where the man went to work and the woman kind of took care of the home right and then but he also had like another family down the street and that was like normalized but it turned out that her reaction to that was her fault she reacted wrong or i don't even want to say wrong she had a reaction he had a reaction they had a reaction it's a reaction and now we're in 2023 and nobody can stay together for any reason uh, at all so any reason is a reason to to leave somebody it's a third party man that's all it is like when you talk about the 60s we're, we're, we're showing a lot of romanticism Right. To that shit, like we know, but yeah. like you don't know, you wasn't there. No, and from no, what I, I can see, niggas, niggas was me. mad as fuck. Yeah, but the niggas that told you was questionable because they romanticized <laughs> in the sixties too. Like right. they really, you know, what I'm saying, like it's like when we talk about the eighties to kids and shit like that, we're romanticizing that shit and making it seem like it was something that it wasn't because mm-hmm. of how we felt about it and how we felt about ourselves at that time. Right. In the sixties, nice. women was just as pissed as they are now. Like it's not. That's not. <laughs> you think so? The fact they that was... I know so. <laughs> I know so. Women didn't just start getting mad, nigga. That's not how that shit worked. Like they might just start verbalizing the reaction. The reaction is different, but the reaction is the reaction. Yeah, you can say you can say whatever you want. What you do is the you know is how the pendulum swings, right? The idea to me, from what I can see, is it's 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 this new era of information and Mm -hmm. everybody else's business being publicized to you and the choices yeah, that you're I making see. aren't necessarily based on your home anymore. Yeah. It's based on everybody's home and this everybody's embodiment home. of what it's supposed to be right. and what Tom Brady's doing and what Shit. all these other motherfuckers Damn. are doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, but, right. Right, but you're making, this, but uh, nah, I'm, I'm just using that as an example. You're I using mean, these things valid. to make your own decisions about, you know, I think one thing that was different is in the sixties, you made your decisions about your personal home. Like that was it really. Right. Like, Everybody else's business, you know, people know shit and all of that, but it wasn't the way that it is now. It wasn't like everybody with husbands who had families across the street was on Twitter posting pictures of all the babies and talking about how good life was. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it was more of a, this is what we have to do to survive over here. And this is how it's working. So we just gonna work with it. But I'm sure those women were upset about that shit. I'm sure the information wasn't coming in at this point, right? Like, you know, cigarettes were a health food. Like, they sent it overseas for free to help the men fight at war. You know? Yeah, it's part of, they called it it canteen. And it was part of, my grandfather told me about it. He used to get paid once a month. And it was a check and, like, two carts of cigarettes. This is logic over everything. We made it here so you could make it through. All right. Let's do what we got to do on the cast tonight. Welcome back, L. L, how you doing? Doing well, thank you. All right. Keisha. Keisha, what's up? What's up, Joey Joe? Okay. We in there. We in there. Kennedy, yeah. you need no introduction. I, you know, I don't... I, Never mind. What do you mean I need no, no introduction? introduction? Yes, I, I do. Don't. No, I don't introduce do logic. Mean? I'm not introducing little logic 2.0. What's wow. good? I'm not doing that. The disrespect. Yeah. All right. I'm, you see? I'm leaving. You see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see? It's disrespectful. You see? 
It's cool. Don't even worry about it, Joey. I got you. L this is why it's important to maintain when you outgrow your high school friends. Yo. Because then you get this type of hate. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get this type of sensation. Like, that's hurtful. Uh, listen, I'm gonna it's just cool. Let it go. I got it. Logical yeah. for everything. We got Kennedy. The one yeah, we do. Wow. The one that wow. owns Foxy coming yeah. through with the See, most this is, this is part of the takeover that I think we're getting. See, this is, y'all are out of control. Y'all are out of control. It's, it's part of the takeover. It's I don't like when people take I shots. I was being controlled. I, I didn't know that was First what of all, this was about. We both My enjoy shots, Kennedy. We both enjoy those. Okay, whoa. I'm going to call whoa. him Joe Envy. Because oh, now he's. Wow. He, yeah, I'm going to call him Joe Envy. I'm going to leave it at that. Wow. Well, now. That's, that's why. That's horrible. That's horrible. I didn't want to have to go there. If Jet introduced <laughs> us, we would never be here. We would never have come to this we place. We came here to for you to make it through. I just said that. <laughs> no, Stop you playing. said I, I need. I, no, you said I, I need no introduction. That's rude. I need because the introduction. That is rude, Joe. That's rude. You, you don't see that her her profile picture could introduce her. She needs no introduction. All these ladies' Kennedy. profile pictures. Everybody got a profile picture. We all fine as fuck. What do you mean? Get it. Oh, oh, really? No, nobody oh, on this path needs an introduction. We are. I sure don't. I can introduce myself. It's me. That motherfucking dude that be talking that shit that y'all like to hear. Like I don't have to introduce shit, and that's Fact. for that reason I said they need no introduction. They're always here, where Keisha and L are our guests. You, you know what? I don't need to. I think this position. discussion is. You just said. I think this discussion is going into the lane of what uh -huh. you would like to talk about this evening. Right. <laughs> I want to talk about the truth of I'll, I'll just right? do your and, job. And look, to, to, you just said you're doing my. You know what? To toot this discussion up, I will just reference <laughs> these two examples. You can't, you can't. You know what? All right. All right. Sorry, these two dude. examples brought we us here you, tonight. The first example is Victoria's Secret. It, for, you, for those that don't know and want to do their research, you go back eight years ago, and Victoria's Secret got in a whole lot of trouble for their Angels campaign. The Angels were all small, little size zero women and they said something to women about what the size you should be and that got to be what Victoria's Secret was about so in 2020 I guess we all had time to kind of think about these things and, and you know the world was shut down for a while and in 2022 Victoria's Secret began a campaign of the every woman right it began the not model model um, and they fired all of the angels, the, the size zero, negative twos, or whatever have you. Um, and I don't mean to be disrespectful. I'm trying to add a t context to how bad it looked optics-wise for Victoria's Secret. When you have women of different sizes, women of uh, different backgrounds coming into your stores, and then your advertisements are all to the Tyra Banks of it all. Right. Um, and that may maybe that example is too old. But e either way, you get what I'm saying. And now we have the every woman, every size, every shape. And they have this campaign. And some people say it's a reaction to what Rihanna did in that space, what it what Fenty did, because Fenty. That's was, what I was going to bring up. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah. Some people would say it's a reaction. You you were looking across the way. You saw Fenty was taking your your chicken. So you want your chicken bag. You're going to switch mode. It did not work for Victoria's Secret. So now in 2023, they just announced uh, not too long ago that they're doing away with the every woman, every size kind of uh, advertisements because it wasn't working. It actually lost them billions of dollars. So I wanted to ask the cast off of that example, how many times where you're not genuine? Because I think that's what we're having a conversation tonight about, is about being genuine, being true to you doesn't go well. Is the truth better? Is the lie better? Because they got behind the voices of the feminism of, you know, women say, hey, but then the women that said, hey, didn't seem to support when they switched. So I'll ask the women first, and, I, and I'll start with L. L, what do you think about this, this fact? This, this company switched, but the women didn't seem to switch with it. What would you say about that? Um, I, I don't know if their marketing really reached the platform that they needed it to, because I think Lizzo took her platform and, and promoted it accordingly. And she got a great response from, from all different women in all different sizes. So I really just think that, you know, it really depends on, you know, who they were trying to attract in their and their marketing ads. I, I really think that's what it had to do. Like, I don't know why they weren't successful, but it's not that it couldn't be done. Mm. Oh, that's a good question. So, so Keisha, Keisha, did that marketing get to you at all? Did you see any of these ads for the every woman from Victoria's Secret? Uh, mm, I vaguely remember. <laughs> though I vaguely remember. Right, right. Vaguely so never, remember the ads. Never crossed but, your purview. Um. I wasn't a fan of Victoria's Secret anyway, um, because I used to work at Bath and Body Works, and the same stuff is there. They had the same products at each place, so I wasn't a fan of Victoria's Secret. But um, to, the perfume, but not so much the lingerie. Exactly right. Yeah. Um, but um, to piggyback off of what Elle said, um, I, I agree with her. Like there are other spaces that are doing that well. The body positivity. Um, Lizzo with her Yitty um, collection, mm -hmm. right. um, Fenty, they're doing it well and they've attracted that demographic. And so I they're think- They're not losing money. Right, and I think Lizzo even had an issue with Victoria's Secret and the fashion show, their fashion show and how they, um, you know, how she was like, oh, well, you know, why are you guys doing this now? Like you weren't on the bandwagon before, but now you want to be on the bandwagon. Is it because you're making money off of it? Or do you really care about this other demographic that has been um, forgotten about? So mm. I think that's why Victoria's Secret um, had a, hor a, a horrible time in attracting that demographic because they came at it the wrong way. You know, Lizzo mm. has always been about bo body positivity. And okay. um, uh, even, even um, uh, Rihanna, like, you know, she gained a little weight. People got on her. Oh, my goodness, she gained weight. She was like, I don't give a fuck. And she <laughs> and she created a a whole brand around it. So Victoria's mm. Secret didn't do it right, and so that's okay. why they are not, you know, that's All why right. they're they about it. All right, L logic. I'll let you know now. You'll chime in because you told me you said uh, that you were going to talk about how Fenty did. Like it was a reaction. It wasn't genuine. I mean, I think 
I think the ladies, and I'm sure, I think the ladies did a good job of kind of, because what I know about the 50 thing is more from, you know, watching young ladies purchase it than actually purchasing mm. it myself. Okay. And since I'm not necessarily being marketed to, I take the side of the people who, you know, can speak on it as the people being marketed to. Right. What I would say for Victoria's Secret is the biggest issue that I could see. And this is just kind of from an outside position. Your market is your market. And mm. at some level, the reason that you lost all this money is because you put all this money into getting another market. You should have just stuck with your market. Ooh. Your mar market was solid. Like your yeah. base is solid. If your right. base is zeros right. and twos, go with zeros and twos. Mm. That's fine. That, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like everything don't got to be for everybody. And everybody don't want everything. Like if Rihanna's stuff, if if what's her name stuff is, is, is speaking to, you know, different women and different sizes and things of that nature and it's going up and they with that that can exist in the space and you can exist as well the issue is that you decided that you wanted some of that marketplace that people know that you're not being authentic with that like you're not being real like so just not, trying to dig in trying to do it to the right. pocket exactly. all you had to do was stay where you was like i feel like if you just but they got flack for staying where they were though like, okay but you're gonna get flack anyway but you're them. gonna get flack anyway but you're gonna get flack anyway that's going to happen. You can't do this without flack. Oh, okay. Lizzo's gotten plenty flack. Rihanna's gotten plenty flack. We just don't give a fuck because the people that want that shit get that shit. That's true. But the, difference, Victoria's but the difference with Lizzo is that she started off like that. She started, her right. movement was body positivity. And she, she incorporated right. smaller sizes in her collection. Right. So, so she included everybody from the get go, right. unlike Victoria's right. Secret. Who didn't do right. that? So, you know. Right. And that's cool. When I, I think, and I think maybe there's a better way for me to say it, but I think when you look at other clothing artifacts, when you look at Gucci, when you look at Giovanni, when you look at, you know, when you look at these people, what you recognize that they, you know, their market is their market. And maybe their market doesn't necessarily connect to a billion people across, you know, they're not the McDonald's of whatever they do, but they do what they do when they make the money that they need to make. From my vantage point, it seems like they were making, they being Victoria's Secret, mm -hmm. was making a large amount of money. They had right. the Angels that was on national television every year. Doing, you know, <laughs> they had all of it. They did. They were doing they, just fine. Maybe the there was some flack in there. almost $8 billion. And... Maybe there was some flack in there, yeah. but like that comes with it. Like that's part of doing big businesses some people won't you know approve of what you do and that's fine like you you know but once you start the idea as a business of maneuvering around what one group of people wants or what one group of people wants or what one group of people wants you walk into this area where you can adjust and then another group of people want something else and then another group of people want something else and that's what it sounds like happened is you wasted all your money trying to adjust Mm. When you should have just spent your money standing on the table that you created for yourself. It's your table. Like, whether people like it or they don't, it seems to be doing perfectly fine. Okay. All right. I interrupted the lady flow to to get Logic's point. But Kennedy, I, I want to leave you that. out. Kennedy, um, Kennedy did uh, the uh, Victoria's Secret uh, campaign come across your purview? Did you see it at all? Yeah, I did see it. Ooh. So, um... For Victoria's Secret, I really think the issue that most women have, if you are like a VS follower, 
So back in the day, I'll say like 10 years ago or whenever they came out, they always had a platform for plus size people. However, it was never in the stores. If you needed a product that you used to have to order it online and then it would get to you whenever. The issue that people are having is it's kind of like pulling them out the closet and being like, oh, this is a new trend. Let me get on it and say, like, we support it now. But before, you never did. You had your angels be a certain height. Even when we talk about Tyra, yes, she was one of the, I'm saying this with grace and care, like a larger woman. She was never a BBL. She was just thicker than all your other models. I think with Fenty, when you talk about Rihanna, it's dope because before she came out with like Savage, when she just had the makeup products, she did extensive research to have blends. I think the only people that were doing that was like Neutrogena for True Match, Mm. but they couldn't keep up with the demand. Rihanna Mm -hmm. did um, foundations that would be like, I'm, I don't want to say this wrong, I'm from the South, like manila skin tones, like darker skin tones, like as, as dark as possible, like the in-betweens, like mixes, like you could go to the store and actually mix your own foundation in-house. That was something that really wasn't being done, so she found that market. But with Fenty, while that was being a success, she would put out other things like Coming Soon, Men Savage, they had underwear coming out from it, Coming Soon, Plus Size, like you were always looking for forward to something that was outside of the norm in these categories Mm. so with victoria's secret i know in 2019 they were like trying to do it all they were like welcoming all transgender women like yeah you're doing too much plus size like anything like they were just like we're doing it all now and it's like just stay in your lane your lane is obviously successful for you Mm -hmm. you don't have to switch it up to try to be in there and try to get more money. It looked greedy. It didn't feel genuine. Ooh. So And it didn't feel it, genuine. And it didn't feel genuine to actual supporters. That's exactly you, you sound like you might at some time have been a supporter to some degree. Mm-hmm. And I to was, watch them so I was a supporter because the type of brought like it was yeah. like a lace or a certain fabric. However, yeah. what Victoria's Secret didn't do, which is what Savage does. The bigger the bra, the more support you have. It's not just a sexy bra you can wear so you can look like everybody else. The wiring is different. Like, you have full support. If it's a push-up bra, it's not universal. The bigger you get, the heavier tits are. Mm -hmm. So they've done that research to invest in those mechanisms so where my breasts can actually look like however the size two's breasts are pushed up. Mm -hmm. Victoria's Secret's not due to the science. And that's due to the right. science that you spoke on that was done by Rihanna and her people. Mm. Exactly. But again, I think that we can agree that if you're not going to do that science, don't then do you're shit. not going to do it. Then don't do the shit. Just, but right. don't try to half-ass do the shit and then <laughs> exactly. expect people to fuck exactly. with you. That's all. Okay. Exactly. Because the size two probably still fuck with you. The, the basic exactly. level customer that was always your customer is uh-huh. probably still your customer. But now they feel uncomfortable being your customer because it speaks to more than just your clothing. It speaks to my understanding of plus size women and body shapes and body positivity. Like you're making it uncomfortable now. People are having to choose based on more than just the fashion itself. Mm. And that's because you put up all this money trying to maneuver into a lane that wasn't for you. Okay. Yep. Agreed. All right. I feel like, I feel like we touched on something that's tangible to us and there's something 
else out there that will uh, get us to think outside the box, right? There's another example of a business pandering to the thoughts and opinions of what they're seeing in social media and it not working out. And I'm talking about Budweiser. I'm talking about... (laughs) You said Popeye. I'm talking about Budweiser. Budweiser (laughs) went on a campaign and they chose a social media influencer that was a transgender. And they lost billions of dollars as well in this in this thing. Uh, so they were getting flack from the community, you know, because you're saying, you know, the LGBTQIA has every right to 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 advertise products, to 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 do things. And so they being forward focused and, and, and logic mentioned also going after marketing dollars. Right. You employ a transgender to advertise your brand. Well, that lost them billions. I mean, their stock went down into obscurity almost because they chose to do this. So, Keisha, I, I just want your your opinion on here. Like, is this a thing where people didn't really want them to do that and just were saying, hey, transgenders, and they didn't really mean it, and then they kind of pulled back from it when it was out? Or is this a case where your core audience wasn't that audience, and when they saw this, they didn't fuck with it? Um, that's a good question. I yeah. don't, one, I don't drink beer, so I wasn't aware of this, but, um, I would safely say that it's probably, uh, on the long lines of that wasn't their core audience. You know, I think a lot of white men drink Budweiser, um, mm-hmm. and that's probably their base and they may have offended um, That's pretty much everything today. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they may offend. They may have offended a group of their their core people, um, mm-hmm. because you know they, for whatever reason, people are um, you know they don't like uh, transgender people for some reason. Um, so they may have offended their core group of white men who buy Budweiser. So that may be why their stocks fell. Um, but I commend Budweiser for trying to be inclusive um, because everyone deserves to be, you know, a part of something. Represented. So I, represented, yeah. exactly. So okay. it didn't work for them, but they tried it. So, L, do you feel similar? Like, you know, Budweiser tried this campaign and it seemed like people were pushing them toward that. Right. But the same people did not show the same energy. And so we can apply that to Victoria's Secret's thing. Right. Because they were pushing Victoria's Secret to that campaign by vilifying the angels, but they didn't like the other side. Right. Right. So, I mean, here's the thing. Right. So, like. I think in terms of business all the time, and I realize that like we have gains and losses. So I feel like every corporation, every company, they kind of incorporate losses into their their yearly like balance sheets, assets that, you know, like their overall equity for the year. So I feel like I know that companies take losses, but I feel like some things are kind of like expected. Like you, it's some things are hit, some things are missed. And I think like corporations kind of take that into consideration. It's all a, a ploy. I know mm-hmm. when Chick Fil A took the hit because of the 
their stance on, forgive me, I don't, um, was it? The LGBTQ they, community? Yeah, with the Homosexuality in general. Right, homosexuality. Yeah. 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 Just like yeah, we're yeah, not yeah, for yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but they may have taken a hit for a time, for a season and a reason, but I mean, like, they didn't fold. So I feel like every company- Not at all. They go, they go through their ups and downs just like anything. So yeah, the Budweiser may have taken a hit, but I really do not see them folding. I don't see them losing their entire fan base over it. I think it's just, you know, something they're, they're going to bounce back from. Exactly, because the base is still there. White, yeah, white like, I don't, I don't think it's going anywhere. I think, you know, like people may shy away from it for a while, but I think like that's a part of doing business. You have your ups and your downs, your losses and your gains. Huh. Okay. All right. So then, Logic, do you feel the same way? Do you feel like this is, you know, Budweiser as to Victoria's Secret? They're all being disingenuous. Like th that's why they're not being uh, successful I... in their marketing campaign. I don't, I think this is one of many marketing campaigns. This is the same people who had the frost that said Budweiser, which was extremely successful. So as Al said, some win and some lose, some pass and some, you know, like that's part of marketing in general. Um, but we're talking about a beer company. And mm -hmm. I think one of the things that we're seeing in 2023 is a lot of major companies trying to shift into general political levels. And I don't think that that's necessary. If you sell a beer, just sell the beer. Mm. I don't. I don't think that needs to be a platform for engagement with any community other than the beer drinking community. Like that's you know, it seems pretty. Maybe I'm minimizing the effects of marketing or something. You know, and I'm not Mr. Business Guy. Mm -hmm. But if you drink Budweiser, you drink Budweiser because you fuck with Budweiser. And I don't really think it has to do with the sexuality of the people that selling it. Like it's but you know what I'm saying? It's a brand that speaks to a certain aesthetic that right. you, know, you could just maintain and just keep that there. I'm not I like what Keisha said about them giving it a shot. I feel like that's dope too. But at the same time, you you're taking shots that you really don't have to take in a landscape that's not forgiving right now. Like this is not a very forgiving landscape <laughs> when people are taking these type of shots right. that connect to political things and, 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 you know, life issues and, 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 you know, things of that nature. Like it will probably be better for you as a company to stand aside from that and just sell mm -hmm. your product. And I think that there's plenty of marketing techniques that can be utilized that don't involve needing to portray transgendered or cisgendered or any gender like it's mm. just beer like don't they do horses and shit like that like trucks and all that you know what i'm saying like there's all types of other shit that you could do right like right. you don't you necessarily have to make that the, you don't because right. it's not beneficial to the brand it's not beneficial to the customers that fuck with it because i'm sure transsexuals fuck with budweiser too like it's not yeah, it's not mutually. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to. Mutually, you don't have to put a light yeah. on it to get that yeah. engagement. I get what you're saying, Kennedy. And when you do that, you're 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 putting things in a flummox that you don't gotta really do. I get it, Kennedy. Uh, your thoughts on the Budweiser campaign failing? Um, 
you see any of that? It was actually like really surprising to me that it failed because although it falls under Bud Weiser, the campaign was actually for Bud Light. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which yeah, that would make thought, sense. Right. They thought that with that being the a hipper, song, cooler brand. Right. And then they came out with like the rainbow cans and like they thought that it would be viewed separately from like Budweiser. You know what I mean? So like it is kind of unfortunate that it failed because I know men that drink Budweiser, especially out here. I don't know a man that's like, give me the light. You know, like <laughs> it seemed like that would have been a good a good way to make more money. Um mm-hmm. they did kind of get a lot of uh they did get a lot of income for it, like a lot of profits for that campaign. However, it was just a domino effect of shit. Like they lost other buyers mm-hmm. for like the regular products and they then got boycotted. Yeah, they got boycotted. Mm-hmm. Um her name is Dylan. So Dylan, the spokesperson for it, she like got a lot of backlash. Like she retreated from social media because I think she's like a TikTok influencer. Yeah. So, you know, but on the other aspect, it kind of benefited her because she's in the new Barbie movie. Like she got Woman of the Year award. So like it benefited for her platform. And you know, people always feel sorry for you. Mm. Yeah. When there's mm. backlash involved. Back, yeah. So I That's think like yeah, so they're I feel like it's gonna be easy for them to rebuild. However, I know from well, at least from what I research, I think they were trying to make it specific to that brand. Mm-hmm. However, maybe their increases in the future will come from that group that they were just trying to be like a part of. So who knows, but it is unfortunate. But like Elle said, I do commend them for trying. Like right. it doesn't hurt to try, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, while we're talking, you know, I know we we're talking about beer. That's That was, I, I want to go back to the clothing conversation real quick. Because I want to add texture to this this argument. I think there is value in being genuine to your brand. And Victoria's Secret needs to be genuine. As my early experience with Old Navy, they were very genuine and they still to this day are the same. I walked into that store as a almost 300-pound man and, they, and the guy at the front told me, hey, we probably don't have your size, but you fellas are free to w- walk around. I wish my brother Infinite was here, but he was there for that story. We walked in there. They told us off break. They don't have our size, right? They didn't make clothes for us because that was against they their brand. They told you at the door, bro? Yeah, yeah. They make the, old, the old dude at the door with the headset, he told us, like, we don't That's have crazy. anything in your size. How but- long ago was this? They can afford headsets? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they have. Well, if you walk into an uh, old Navy store, I'm sure this, the brand is the same. They have headsets so they can talk. You got headsets, your jeans is $5. How you got headsets? Where y'all get headsets, motherfucker? Your jeans is $5 because they don't spend a lot of time on fabric. The woman that. Um, Buying headsets. Well, how long ago was that, uh, Joe? How long ago was that? Uh, shoot. This has to be 2010, maybe. Exactly. Um, when but they, they had still, headset money. they still to this they day don't today. have anything that I can fit. You know what I'm saying? That, like they don't no. make those. They have they have plenty of things that I can fit at Old Navy. They have a whole section. If, they do now. And, if for men, yeah. for men, I have to order online for that to be exactly. honest. Like I would have to do it online. I can't go in store and buy that. And and one woman explained to me. Uh, I I tried to buy a polo. I forget what store it was, but she said, you know, they use a specific fabric they don't want to dull the material of that fabric by making it a larger size. 
And this is in 2023. I was walking this store in Virginia and forgive me, I can't remember the brand, but it's a popular brand. I know that because that's what I was she was saying. She didn't want to, she didn't want her to, like, at the end of the day, they can't afford it. Yeah. They can't afford to. The market's not big enough. I mean, let's keep it a buck. Like, right. how many guys, and I'm not trying to, you know, position it in any type of way, uh-huh. but you have to look at it from a very democratic, very business minded principle. How many guys your size come into that store? Right. Or any store like that store mm-hmm. for let's, that particular for, for size. For lack of a better, come... like, let's, let's talk about Express because I've had benefit Express. Yeah. Express Men yeah. is a very niche, you know, very trendy. It's very niche. Right. But it's but it's but it's dollar fashion shit. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's 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 dollar fashion, and so it's gonna be creative for the type of people who can go in there and get a suit off the rack and just put that bitch on and walk exactly. out. Exactly. That's how it's built. I mean, I don't really think that that's something that should be changed for any individual because there are other options available. There are. You know what I'm saying like you don't have to go to their <laughs> shitty store. It's not like the clothes are like super duper great or anything like that it's just it's niche and it's like a quick fix if you have to go to court tonight and you know you're six foot eight and you're 111 pounds they probably got two for you they got it i feel like some of these brands need to understand i don't when they start changing up things like this it makes me feel like they don't know their legacy brand right they don't know like you're good. Like you don't have to change shit. Like that's and that's Tom all I'm Ford saying. Boo. Not putting out twenty dollars shirts because and that's all I'm, you're like, trying to eat too much. <laughs> you're trying to make more money Bill. than you need to make. You understand what I'm saying? Like you're trying to edge into ideas and 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 stuff that you don't have to do. You are right. what you are. Your base is what your base is, and you make plenty of money. So just be Facts. you know satisfied with that and then make adjustments as you can within the prism of what you've already built but when you decide that we're going to go to plus size expressive it don't work i hope you don't think i feel fucking bad for you i don't like, <laughs> didn't you have are, to do that you are pandering in this you're, you're pandering, pandering. You're, yeah yeah you're not being true to self so here we go can i say this real quick go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. can i say this real quick because this is in the side yeah i can't remember exactly who said it but someone i think it was l brought up Chick-fil-A. You can mm-hmm. say what you want about Chick-fil-A's politics. You can say what you yeah. want about Chick-fil-A's, you know, agreements or disagreements with the LBGTQIA community. But as a business, they stuck to their fucking guns. That's what you do. Mm. That's what you do. You let the product and the service speak for itself. Man. That's what you do. Because yeah. you know the market and you know what you're serving and you know what you're doing. This is a company that would probably obliterate all other food companies in the world. If they and just off open their doors on week. a Sunday, off mm. Monday, week, and they won't mm-hmm. do it, and they won't do it for moral reasons. And while mm-hmm. I do not agree with the reasons, while I do not sympathize with those particular reasons, uh-huh. I do respect the fact that as a company, they've placed their beliefs over top of making more money. Uh, okay, all right. And that was a wonderful se- segue into what I want to talk about. Really, tonight. I know that's why I did it. I, I They're like it. the Charlemagne of fast Yo, food. You read my mind, <laughs> and here we are. Because because the in 2023, each one of Fuck us you. is a brand. If you don't yes. think you're a brand, then you're not in 2023. You're in some other galaxy. You know, you're a brand. Yep. And the reason why we can't get on the same page as a male and a female, and I'm sorry for every other 
uh, example I have. I'm not here for that tonight. We're here to talk about the relationship between men and women and why it's so freaking weird is it has to do with these businesses that I just mentioned. It has to do with being genuine. So I want to preface a hypothetical to the cast. And L, I'm going to start with you. Unfortunately, you drew the lucky, unlucky straw. Usually it's Kennedy. I usually call her first. She thinks that's really <laughs> unfair. But L, you got it tonight. So listen carefully and respond. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. In my hypothetical, we start a situation where L goes on whatever platform and just simply says, what she likes and dislikes, what she honestly is interested in and what she's not interested in. She gives an honest uh, kind of thesis into what turns her on and what turns her off, right? Uh -huh. But there's no pictures. And a young man is matched with her who has similar likes and dislikes, but they don't get to see each other. So often in this disingenuous thing, we have a look that gets us to lie. Logic, if you can just bear with me for a moment and have a real nigga, just, yeah, yeah, you've done that before. When you saw a woman and she was- I'm sorry, did you say me? Yeah, Are yeah. Are you speaking? When, yeah, oh, I'm speaking okay. to you real quick, just as an aside. Okay. When you saw this a woman and you were okay. like, damn, I like that for whatever um, reason. I like never that. have said that in my life. Continue. You <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound like me you every once in a while, I think, because nobody would think Damn, I'm I like that. I like that. That sounds like a rapist, bro. Like, I'm not into that. That's not my way. Thanks for your help. Mr. Dobbins, Mr. Dobbins, please, please. Your bottom, Mr. Mr. Gillian. Your bottom, Mr. Gillian. Let Mr. Gillian do his work. Yeah, right. Right. You, 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 well, for the, you had for the, one job. The, you were supposed to jam that in. Pause. Oh, crazy. For, uh, see, now you wilding. Yeah. For the yeah. sources of this discussion, uh -huh. let's say that I spoke like a weirdo like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you like the way a young lady looks, right? Okay. Okay. Right. If she's into <laughs> some crazy shit, like she like kite flying and shit, and right. you just you were like, yeah, yeah, I like the kite fly because you you saw what you like to see. And Why are the examples okay. getting crazier and crazier? It, I, I don't know. And again, everyone that knows me I just wanted knows to know. I would say, I can't fucking stand kite flying, but I'm still trying to fuck them. Like, that wouldn't stop me from fucking oh, like, but that's, that, And that's the problem. That's the, the, the disconnect that we have, right? The, because the genuineness goes away when you see what you like. So imagine a world where you just saw what they like to do and what you like to do. And if that equaled up, then go out on a date. Oh, right. would that create a different atmosphere for you in your mind? Okay. So initially I just want to make sure we're on the same page. So I thought that my scenario was that there's a guy, I can't see him. He can't see me, but we right. match based on personality. Based That's on what I'm you talking. like and what you dislike. Y'all are the same. So if we matched based on personality, what I like, what he likes, and we kind of had similar similar, similar um, interests, I would definitely go out and see where it went. If he wasn't the most attractive person to me, mm -hmm. I think that it would take me finding something else that I did not like about him in order to move the other way. I don't necessarily think that Beauty like his face. The number one beauty should not be the <laughs> number one factor. <laughs> beauty shouldn't be the number one factor because beauty fades. So, uh -huh. if like you know, if the person is decent, he has all the other qualities 
other than he's not a Morris Chestnut to me or, you know, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, you know, if he's not. That's a wild swing. But yo, okay. yo, Morris Chestnut, <laughs> The Rock is crazy. So we already know. She's not a brawling. Interesting. It's not a wild swing. It's not a wild swing. It's not. I I did that for a reason. So I was, um, but anyway. So if he's not attracted to me personally, but I find other qualities about him, I would not just discontinue our interactions because he wasn't the greatest. Um, you know, in
Yeah. That's fine. Okay. That's right. your truth. That's, that's like that's, nobody's gonna sit there and knock that, I hope. Like that's what you want, then that's what yeah. you do. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna be like, it's a little weird, it's not my thing, but I'm gonna act like it's my thing, you know, just because I wanna get the box. So I was asking Okay, so you're what? saying to smash, not to like continuous. Right, right, right. No, there's no there's no you know, there would okay. be no impetus there. It's just, you know, that's, I, that's I what see I got what I like. I'm I gonna thought, go like, in. Okay. I was thinking like CNN, like couples smashes frogs in Maryland. <laughs> you know, like that's what I was <laughs> Okay. With you're Joey just saying for a one night thing, you're frogs, just gonna smash like a few frogs. Right. Okay. Okay. I was trying to give the example, are we gonna look past what you don't necessarily like to do. Like say he was into really like hiking in nature. Maybe that's a better example. Maybe he's into like sleeping with bugs and crickets, you know, sleeping on him. And he's like, yeah, I like this. This is my activity because he looks like the rock or he looks like uh, Mm -hmm. Morris Chestnut. Keisha, are you, would you, would you be into that? Wow. So I'll give an example. So when, in when I was in college, uh-huh. Um, my ex-boyfriend was into uh, RX-7s, Mazda RX-7s, okay? Yeah. And, you know, I'm not into that. I didn't really give a fuck about that. Um, and he wasn't the most attractive person. Like, other people wouldn't be like, oh, you know. But because of his personality and because he treated me well until yeah. he didn't, until he didn't, I was okay with going with him to these Mazda RX-7 clubs and so he could show off his car because at the time he was treating me well, you know? So, yes. So to piggyback piggyback off of what Elle said, you know, there's certain things that women will put up with um, Mm -hmm. or overlook or, or, um, you know, put to the side about the man if they if the man is doing what he's supposed to do to make a woman feel the way she's supposed to feel you know not necessarily put on a pedestal per se because i don't think you should put anybody on a pedestal but um just in terms of you know how how a woman's supposed to be treated you're supposed to treat him nice you're supposed to you know take him out you're supposed to uplift them and vice versa it's a mutual thing so Mm Um, I'm just bringing up my boyfriend as an example because right. I didn't like Mazda X7s. I didn't even know why he was interested. He wanted to be a race car driver. And Shit. now he is a venture capitalist and he makes bank. But at that time, you know, mm-hmm. we were young. We were 19 and no. But I still went with him to these things because that's what he liked to do. So, mm. Yeah. I mean, that that really threw a bomb in my whole theory. Kennedy, I'm going to bring it to you. So now I'm seeing that, you know, being able to bend but not break is is valuable in inside this relationship. So it's not finite. So you're not exactly pandering because of some reason. You're kind of in love or in like with somebody because of who they are, right? And you're right. willing to do things that you normally don't rock with. Is, is that what I'm hearing here? I, um... If I may, yeah, I totally see where these ladies are coming from. I so I had an incident where my friend was in a, like a lift, and you know how they have like shared rides. Yeah. And the guy that was in the car with her, she was like, "Yo, you're single. This guy is dope as fuck. He's fine as hell. Like, I'm gonna get his info. You should talk to him, right?" And um, we talked for like a week, 
And then we decided to link up. We went out for drinks. And then when we both got to our houses, we were supposed to link up a little bit later. So while I'm getting freshened up, like, he's telling me, like, oh, you know, it was a vibe. So we both knew it was going to go down that night. But he proceeded to tell me that he can't wait to ejaculate in glasses so we can both drink it. What? And he's really awesome. into being his own cum. Wait. That's the thing. <laughs> Explain to me that he's been vegan for 10 years. So his cum is, like, the most tasty thing. And he's, like, delighted to share that with me. Um... He was fine as hell, ladies. Like that's a hard pause. That's a hard pass. Hard pass. That's yeah, a, that's a pass. Pass. That's beyond a hard pass. That's a, that's a hard, hard, hard pass. pass. That's yeah. a hard pass. What the fuck? Yeah, that's something I had to. Um, and because, like, I'm saying, I understand what y'all are saying. Like, when they're fine, like, you'll be like, mm-hmm. like, I tried to consider it, but like, I just could not. I, so, I stand by that. I stand by you with that. Yeah, like I, it's just not something that I personally could do, and like mm-hmm. I don't even know if it was like watching him ejaculate in a cup or drinking, like either <laughs> either side of it, it just did not sound appetizing to me in any form. Right. No way. So that's a no for me. It's a no. I have a, I have a question. Did he ask mm-hmm. you to ejaculate? Did he drink his own cup? Yes, he said he had a toy oh. called the Twister. Oh, hell nah. oh. And then, like, oh, whenever he would nut in the toy, he would oh, eat it. Himself. My Lord. Oh, oh. oh, my Lord. Oh, my. Yeah. Mm-mm. I have the text. I have receipts. So, in case you guys want to read those, I'll be more than happy to upload those. <laughs> I wow. report him some to someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I just, I feel like that's just unsafe. Just And it's odd because, like, you know, like, I like to consider myself to be an open person. Uh-huh. So, like, the whole time we were at dinner, I'm, like, totally open. Like, I love people's kinks, yada, yada, yada. And then he told me, and that's the first time in my life where I was, like, what? Wow. Well, nah. Was he, bi- was he, like, bisexual? Like, was he... No, he was straight, but then he reiterated, this is why he talks to white women, because black women are open. Oh, wow. Okay, well, that's okay. Okay. That's okay. and that's fine. That's yeah, fine. We're let that literal cup pass, right? They can, they, <laughs> they, can, pass they can have you, sir. They yes. can have you. It's okay. Take it. That's okay. Where's his card? Take his card. Please. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a yeah. lot. That's. Wow. I feel like that's worse than squashing frogs. Like that's not as much. You actually trump me in the squashing frogs conversation. <laughs> like, drinking my own cum and, and asking you to participate is crazy because I'm geeked about it. Oh, my yeah. God. That's wild. That's a little wild. I thought anime was like pretty intense. Like you know, like that was my worst thing. Or like Harry Potter. But oh. you, kidding? You take the cake with that? Yeah. Oh, Harry yeah. Potter. You know, you know the person I'm talking about, Keisha, that, that's infatuated with Harry Potter. Let it go. <laughs> like wow. that puts like the lightning storm on their forehead, obsessed, or like they oh, just watch it all the time. Um, they're just very Harry Potter enthusiast. So he's Team Gryffindor all the way. He's taking the quiz. Uh, he's, he's well, that, that's a problem within itself. To be I'm Gryffindor. also Team Gryffindor. <laughs> Okay. I understand. I listen. I claim to be, but I just I haven't done. I'm not a, an enthusiast as he. So, mm. yeah, okay. it's a lot going on. Right. Just, so, so what I want to know from everybody and Logic, I'm I'm going to pick on you for a second. Logic, would you be okay with a world where we did it just like I prefaced in the beginning? Like, can we have no pictures and just have what you like and match you off with a young lady that likes the same things that you're into? Do you feel like that's better? 
Or can you be honest with us and say, if you see something you like, you'll be into whatever she's in? I think you're using like an either or type mm -hmm. of situation, like a one or the other. And I yeah. think the answer lies in the middle. Um, mm -hmm. I think that if there are people who are seeking relationships in a certain type of fashion at a certain type of level, then they would love to have a situation where they can learn more about, you know, their perspective partner without seeing that person that's called the internet and people do that all the time <laughs> television programs that are based on the fact that but they I don't do that on the internet because it's it visual is. on the internet right it's no, visual it's it can be it doesn't There's never a time where you've accepted somebody without looking at them when we say you we're you're you you i can't generalize like that you understand what i'm saying like oh I, you sound like everybody else not every woman not 90 percent of the internet is visual agree or disagree I don't know. I'll go for agree so that we don't have to argue about it. I'm just saying. We got we got to talk about the majority instead I read of the, it on the internet. The one on one the aside. I mean, does every does anybody have a problem with what I said? Ninety percent. Well, the here's the thing. I think don't they have the show out there where you marry love at first love sight it, or something? Love at first one. sight, right? Love like you look at the person, right? But you don't love see them leading it. up to it. You get married. Yeah. You're marrying this person based off of yeah. being. Yeah. No. Love well, is blind. Called the first sight. I don't. Love is blind. No, there's another show. There's another show. Love, love is blind. Is blind. Love is blind. Love is blind. There's that would be the ten percent that I'm talking about. Then love what is blind mean? would be ten percent because love at first sight is what we usually do. The Bachelor is what we usually do. The Brother yeah. is what we usually do. Uh, Hollywood Wives is what we usually we usually visualize every single thing. Here's the key. The, Here's the, the key, my brother. Here's the key, my brother. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a generalized answer. Is I don't feel a lot of people would want to be in a situation that did not involve some type of visual because mm -hmm. I personally believe that a lot of people who utilize you know, certain sites and certain mediums and certain apps to find relationships are actually trying to find relationships. I think a lot of these apps are so that you could get dick or pussy or whatever it is that you're looking for. That's mm. what I think. Mm. I come from a different generation where you can just go somewhere and meet somebody. So <laughs> right. I show up at the, the whole bar. part of that tends to lead me to believe that a lot of that is more about sexuality, especially from a visual aspect. Uh -huh. Even though I'm sure there are plenty of people who have met their soulmate on Indeed or whatever the fuck. I don't know. It's just tricky <laughs> because the situation is set where these apps and these, you know, phrases of media and these these different zones are creating relationships based on things that aren't actually contextualized in the way of what I care about or what you care mm. about. There's a lot of internet dating that has a lot to do with lying and not telling the there truth. You go. And not being Gen honest, not, and being, not being genuine. genuine. Right. And that's fine. But I come from a generation where you lie to the bitch in her face. So I can't necessarily ascribe to none of that. I don't know exactly what would be better. Wow. I'm just saying it, it, I'm it sorry. there's there's a there's a generation gap sometimes and then I think I'm a one of one in a lot of ways anyway because I'm not social media guy. Yeah. I'm not, I don't have a Facebook. I don't have an Instagram. I, I'm not really into all of that. But right. the people who are 
in my visuals from what I come across, a lot of those people tend to be consumed with things that I'm not particularly consumed with. Right. So I don't want to sit here and speak for them. Like I know what their yeah. prospectus is. If that makes sense. No, I can no, tell no, no. I, I, I think about you. me. I can tell you what I think about me, but I can't necessarily say that I understand exactly, you know, every element of what they're bringing to the table. When it comes mm. to dating on the internet, I've tried it before. It's not for me. Mm. That Because it doesn't allow me to be the me that I need to be so that the person across from me can get an accurate sense of who I am. Ooh. Does that make sense? It, yeah. it, it, yeah. I can write all the shit in the world. I'm a pretty good writer, actually. And I can write a whole bunch of shit. And I can tell you a whole bunch of shit on the internet. Right. You probably would want to go to Applebee's and sit across from the table and just talk to me for a minute before you make your choices. That's just how I feel about it. Because that's how I personally feel. If right. I was to meet you or talk to you on the internet, that's wonderful. And that's great. And we're vibing. And that's that's all cool. But the ultimate test is going to be, you know, face-to-face -face in person because that's where my abilities to detect bullshit become paramount. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like that's where I can see what's going on as opposed okay. to reading into what you're saying on the internet. But again, <laughs> that's just me. Okay. All right. L, L, can you deal with a world where you didn't see any pictures and you just saw what people like? Is that more genuine? Is is the problem with the male female dynamic is that we're not genuine enough? I do feel like men and women equally they they tend to hold back until they really get to know the person. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's not about being genuine. I think at a there comes a point in every situation with the guy and a girl that they kind of decide like, hey, I'm either going to let them see who the real person is or I'm going to hold back because they're worried about being judged. Right. And so, you know, I just feel like society has placed a lot of pressure on being your genuine self because of mm. the expectations that people want, Ooh. you know, or expected to live up to. So it makes it harder Mm -hmm. for individuals to really kind of express their genuine selves at times because they're just so worried about society versus individual desires. So I guess, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of weird, but I just feel like society kind of plays a major role in every relationship nowadays. They, they do. They're just like I said, they'll, they'll make you feel bad about having Cheerios in the fucking morning, right? Like you, they, the data says that, it doesn't actually lower your cholesterol and blah, blah, blah. Like, you can talk yeah, yourself so out of ice. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just, I feel like, like you want to be your genuine self, but you're so worried, not, or not worried, but, you know, you kind of want to put your best foot forward so you're not mm -hmm. exactly sure, you know, how it will be received. Ooh. And I feel like it's just, it's, it's pressure. It's pressure. It's not that the person doesn't want to be them gen their genuine self, but I just feel like, you know, especially if you feel like there is something there, you want them to get to know you for who you are. So putting your whole self out there right away before they get to kind of know who you are. It's a little much. So you, yeah, it may be too much for the other person. So, so you want to pander. You want to, you know, fake it for a little bit. 
Yeah. You want to tread lightly. You tread lightly. You tread lightly. <laughs> Somebody that tread doesn't know how treading lightly. lightly is and chops water. Let me get to Kennedy. Uh, go ahead and and what? Yeah, you, I tread lightly all the time. Do you yeah. tread lightly? I've never all the time heard that. She got a job. Sis got a job. She got oh, right. Oh, well, okay, all right, all right. I got a real job. I got to tread lightly as fuck on the. Clock. I was talking about a real relationship. You don't. Yeah. Even in relationships, I had to tread lightly. Really? I mean, I definitely, like, my thing is, you can, I always feel this way, when you're in relationships, whatever relationship, whether it's a friendship, family member, in an actual situation, mm-hmm. you always have to tread lightly anyway. Because once you have a relationship, I can no longer be like, to my boyfriend, let's say I'm with somebody. With my girls, I could be like, bitch, please. I can't say that to my nigga. I can't. Like, bitch, please, in the middle of a conversation, I'm not going for that shit. Like, I have to tread lightly. Like, you wildin', babe. Like, it, 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 <laughs> you, like, you have to switch it up. Um, I think that social media has created a space for most individuals. Like, we went from peer pressure to society pressure. Ooh, yeah. Like, social media has created a place where it adds, it adds extra pressure on you no matter what. You might see a girl on a trip and you like, damn, maybe I should get a waist trainer and try to get my shit together like it just it adds pressure that you don't you would never think about day to day you would never think about that um but yeah i'm coming for me i tread lightly nigga shit oh i thought you i thought you was chopping lightly, water, like nigga. Nigga, you gonna know I, what i'm about <laughs> Yeah, no. I'm trying lightly than a motherfucker, bitch ass nigga. Right. The fuck? Yeah, right. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah, I'm saying. You know, like, I think, I think you tread in accordance to like your surroundings. That's what I'll mm. say. Mm. Keisha, this doesn't ring as pandering to you. What we're talking about here, treading lightly, that's not pandering to or not being your genuine self. Like normally, you would have a problem with th- what this nigga got going on, but. I'm going to tread lightly. I'm going to just not argue. That doesn't seem disingenuous. It does. It does seem disingenuous. And um, Elle can contest to this. I'm not, I don't, <laughs> I don't have patience for disingenuous people. So, um, and that goes in my relationships as well. So if someone is, I'm a pretty open book and I'm, I'm a pretty honest person. So, uh-huh. If I'm in a relationship with you and I feel like you're being disingenuous, I'm gonna cut the shit off real quick because damn, I have okay, Paul. I have a lot. I have a lot. I have a lot to. Is there hmm? is there a difference between treading lightly, like I like you saying pandering and treading lightly to me? I'm just asking. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just had a quick question. Oh. Isn't there also especially just being respectful, like if See, you like that's like, what like the. Yeah, like the example I gave, like dude likes to drink his own cum faithfully. <laughs> That's not my thing. It's, it's not. not. It's but not I mean, my thing, but it, I'm not, not. going to be like, yo, you a gay ass, sus ass nigga. Like, no, like that's what you're into. There is a circle some fucking where that does this shit. That's I'm. True. It's just not for me. It's not for me. It's right. not. Exactly. It's not. Exactly. It's not being. It's not a lie. I'm not Ooh. saying like, oh yeah, I can't wait to eat that and swallow that and snowball with you, and then I don't show up. You it's did like, that anyway. Stop saying so. All right, go ahead. Can I ask that question? Can we just interject just for a half second? And I know this conversation is completely off topic. I've heard that term before, snowball. 
not sure exactly what it means. It's when a guy ejaculates on you and then either you or he lick it up and then y'all involve kissing. It's like an exchange behind it. So like the sperm is constantly having an exchange. Oh. I didn't know that was a... Oh, I didn't. I okay, I'm sorry. I just have heard that term before, and I just needed just a little bit of an explanation. Thank you. I'm out. You're welcome. Goodbye. Goodbye. The host of the show is leaving now. I mean, but there's no difference. Like, I, I really feel like, if, like I'm a squirter. I didn't mean to get off topic, but like I am. So, like, if somebody's eating me out and then they kiss me after, like, what's the difference? Yeah. What is the difference between? Yeah. Like, if you're, if you, yeah. There's, there's. I guess there's no. Yes, I agree with you, Kennedy. There's no difference because if someone's, you know, eating you out and then you're kissing, this. There's no difference. Yeah. yeah. So back to non-negotiables and, right. and I'm sorry. Uh, yes, sorry. like thank yeah. you. All right. Um, yeah. All right, guys. So this has been a great conversation. I think we can just end it here. Like I want to just like a hard like. Hey. like I, I just I don't want to go. Wanna, as you as you transition out. Yes. Yeah, Joey G. I did want to ask the cast something that I heard, and it was something that Al said. And then Kennedy kind of referenced and then Keisha kind of referenced. And it's something that kind of, for me personally, just plagues my mind, so to speak, is mm-hmm. social media creates, from what I can see, a host of negative pressures and tensions and reactions and observations. Do you have to be a part of that? Are you asking, do you have to be a part of social media? Is yeah. I mean, and I'm, I don't mean necessarily when I'm asking the people in this case, I don't mean necessarily you as individuals, but mm-hmm. in society seems to be a part of it. And my question is, do we have to live in a society where people utilize algorithms and technology in a way that actually physically limits them? actually like emotionally and spiritually limits them in the ways that it seems like social media is doing. I don't feel like you have to, you don't have to do it. I mean, hell, you got to apply for the account and like create your own shit. Like you don't have to be in it. I mean, like I think Joey and Logic knows like I deleted my Instagram. I delete everything out of it. And it fucked a lot of people up. They were like, wow, like that was like 12 years worth of like, I don't give a fuck. Like, at the end of the day, if y'all know me, y'all got my number. It's really not about not having access to social media or, like, being involved in it as much as do you have confidence that you have a life outside of this? Mm-hmm. Like, are you confident in yourself that you will still have friendships and people that would come to you for advice or confidants outside of fucking social media? That's something within yourself you got to ask yourself. Bomb dropped. Okay. I mean, I mean, that's it. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm with that. All right, I'm with that. Uh, I'm with I that. just kind of wanted to pose that question because I saw as it transitioned into you know the effects of social media and stuff of that nature. I just kept hearing you know and detecting the idea of this pressure that we all kind of know whether we deal with it or not. That's applied on society in general. It's just you know pictures of this and connecting to ideas of this and. I want shit to look like this and I want shit to look like this and it's not mm-hmm. real. And no. it just seems like it's just such a great burden. And then when Joey G brings up the topic of men and women and the division between us, and then you interject 
this technology that seems to only limit things and to only put things in boxes where they they do not belong and everyone knows that everything on it is put on it by someone else with ulterior motives and yet people tend to live their lives based on what they see or they run their relationships based on what they see or they raise their children based on what they see or they vote based on what they see or they work at certain locations or eat at certain locations or eat certain type of food because of what they see on the devices that are (laughs) particularly created to sell you (laughs) and to, you know what I'm saying? Like it it just always for you page, man. Is is it really, is it technology or is it just our friends and our family? It may not even be technology or social media. Like if you have a circle of friends and you're worried about what they're going to think because you choose to talk to a particular person or your generational family who doesn't necessarily want to see you with a in a mixed race relationship. I don't think that has anything to do with social media. I think it has to do with just wherever you turn, unless you live under a rock, you're always going to be faced with some type of societal pressure, whether it's outside of, you know, like whether it's on Instagram or whether it's your, your grandma. I not think that- see you with someone outside of your race and having to deal with your family mm-hmm. you know constantly questioning your decisions about where you work why you have the job who you're with i mean it's it's any it's anywhere it's just yes but it was never broadcast to eight billion people before so if you're talking I about think- the internet well mine isn't my i don't broadcast my life on social media but i still have pressures from family friends work no, no. i'm saying that you receive information from eight billion sources like there's so many people in the world, mm-hmm. internet lets you see them all. Whereas, you know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, that wasn't the case. You would, you know, the girl around the corner, the high school, maybe your college, your job. I think you what it is is that social media has given everybody a mic. Everybody. Everybody yeah. don't need a fucking mic. That's all it Most is. Everybody don't, don't need a, a mic. mic. That's just to, just for that example, don't we just got Sweden as a part of this podcast. I don't even know the national language in Sweden, but I know that about one percent of people are listening to us in Sweden. I I didn't do that. Oh, that's awesome! That's Shout cool. out to Sweden. I fuck with Sweden. Yeah, I, Sweden. I don't know anything about Sweden. I know a little bit about it. It's 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 its own kind of thing, but they're mm-hmm. good people. Shout out to them. Exactly. That's interesting. That's interesting, Joe, because. On my TikTok, I also have uh, like one percent of yes, they they watch my videos. So that's that's exactly yeah. Swedish people seem to be they seem to be really ingratiated with American culture and especially like ignorant niggas like myself talking on shit. Like they seem to like that. So. <laughs> but if I mean, yeah. doesn't that go against what we're saying? I mean, I guess social media in that respect is a good thing then. No, but yeah, it allows you to see the other side of things. So if you're seeing blue water in fucking. I don't know, uh, Morocco or something, and you're saying that in the United States it's not blue water, it makes you unhappy. Or if you're seeing a happy marriage in the south of France, you know, you're like, how come you don't do that to me, you know, in in the realms of a relationship? I can see what you're saying. Uh, I I definitely see what direction you're going. Yeah. I kind of feel the same way in a certain level. I definitely understand that. I try to look at it from the position of my space, and I feel yeah. like this particular platform space within the bigger realm of all of this. My space hasn't been a thing since 2010. Oh, it's gosh. to create comfortability. It's to create conversation. Oh, and it's 
not to create stress, but to relieve it. Mm, that's how right. I feel about I like this particular like platform. Right. And I don't feel like every platform is built like that. I don't feel like yeah. every marketing situation for every store is built like I don't think everything is built in an environment or in a mind state that seeks to create compassion mm. or quality of thinking or quality of feeling or anything like that. People just saying shit. And that goes to what my sister said about everybody having a mic. When everybody Ooh, has a true. mic and every individual objective that they have concerning what they're talking about into the mic goes into the mic. I know what I'm using my microphone for. Right. Can't speak to what everybody else is doing. Does that make Fact. sense? Because so many other people seem to be doing everything possible to create discontent to create uncomfortable situations and uncomfortable conversations not so that they can be had so that people can go forward into better positions but just because it sells because people like sticking their nose in other people's shit people really like seeing things fail and seeing people hurt and seeing people cheat and seeing people lie and seeing people get caught cheating and lying you know what i mean like people really like that mm. Yikes. And I'm sorry, I know I kind of got in a different direction with no, it. No, it, no, no. You, no, you said sense. exactly <laughs> what I was trying to say. Nothing is real. The people that, that don't know the can, secret is made by a but it white can man. Be, right, Roy Raymond. You, you just about to say what I was going to yeah. say, Keisha. It, it can, can be real. It can be real. Like It can be. It can be real. So everyone on the internet is not, you know, you know, saying false things. You know, it uh -huh. can be real. And these platforms, some people on the platforms are providing quality content that's not, you know, disingenuous as we've been talking about. So as a person, you have to make yourself aware of what you have to make that decision for yourself. You have to be like, okay, well, I'm not really feeling what this person is saying. I, you know, it's, it's to each his own. So it is exactly. Yeah. But exactly. sometimes that genuine content gets panned by people that don't want to hear it. Like, but that's know, okay. Not ready for it. You but that's know, okay. Ready for but it. that's but that's, that's a different conversation. But that's how. But that's how it should be taken. If it's truth, that's how it should be taken. That's how it exactly. should be believed. It should not make you necessarily happy if what you want is people cussing at each other and me saying bitches ain't shit and people saying niggas ain't shit and I hate hoes and hoes ain't shit and all hoes want to do money up and then you say niggas got little ass dicks and they can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you're looking for. Wow. And I'm giving you truth. I can understand why you were panicked. I would the understand tone, the tone, you your tone. You know what I'm saying? Like it makes yeah. sense. I'm not necessarily trying to create or utilize this particular platform for the masses because yeah. I recognize that what we're doing here is something that everyone doesn't do. So I'm not expecting everyone to be a part of it. It's not for everyone. It's for the real. Mm. But it's certainly like the is listeners everything. that we speak to, like the exactly. listeners in Sweden, for instance, they real ones because they want to hear real shit because they live exactly. real lives wherever they are doing whatever they do. And they want to see real shit and talk about real shit. And, you know, I appreciate that. We do. So for Keisha, for L, yep. for Logic, for Little Logic, Kennedy, <laughs> <laughs> this has been Logic Over Everything. It's over. And it's been everything. Thank you for joining us, folks. Listeners, 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 once again, I think 100% in awe and so very thankful for your listenership. Um, I would like to point out once again, we'll be kind of splitting the platforms up 
and diversifying our operations. So at your earliest convenience, please go to Apple Music or Spotify, find that LOE Sports Network. Please hit subscribe. Please give us some bread for that because we're definitely going to give you some content for that. Mm -hmm. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell people you don't like who need to hear the fucking truth about real shit. (laughs) Tell them about the logic over everything platform that we have right here. Tell them to subscribe. Tell them that they can subscribe and then they can contact us and curse us out about whatever they want because I don't give a fuck as long as, you know, the dollars go in my pocket. Um, But again... Thank you so much for your listenership. It really means a lot. These conversations really mean something. And I'm just speaking personally. They really mean something for me because I really turn this information device off. And I really think deeply about what I've talked about and what I've heard. And I'm hoping that the listeners do as well. I'm pretty sure that the other people on the pod definitely think about this shit. And we definitely are speaking from positions of of love and and positivity to some degree. So, you know, going forward, I hope that the listenership can adopt the same lifestyle or educate us on better ways to do that. Thank you. We out.